Go ahead. Go ahead, skin it. Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. We're not intimidated by thugs. Mugs, pugs, thugs. Litwits, halfwits, dimwits. Thug means never having to say you're sorry. Any thug can kill. I want you to take your ego out of the equation. Thug life. Bud White is a valuable officer. White's a mindless thug. Oh, hell yeah. They got robbers, thugs, drug dealers. Right, you name it. Got any thug in you? So he got fired from Affleck, and then a little bit later they had somebody who was imitating him replace yeah. him, and he's like, so crisis averted. <laughs> Basically, now he is another guy that sounds just like the other guy. Yeah. Uh, hey guys, I'm Jimmy Squawks, I'm with the Film Thugs. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing Lone Star good right now. Mm-hmm. So first off, uh, I'm going to plug the stinking paws because uh, they love us as well they should because we are delightful. Oh, totes delights. Yeah, absolutely wonderful. <laughs> uh, one thing I will tell them, they're talking about doing North by Northwest soon. Barbaric! You should check out the commentary that we did for North by Northwest. We did? We actually did a feature commentary. No memory of that it, whatsoever. It was it was back in the fucking apartment days. Oh. Long well. time ago. Well, that, that, about a year ago. Not even a year ago. Is the apartment days, but it was like we're, we're talking like pre Nicole, like oh, like, like yeah, we're God. talking like like three years ago, oh, dear. Type, three four years ago type shit. Maybe Old. don't listen to it. Yeah, listen to Jim. It's actually a pretty good one. That's the one where they <laughs> they bring out the gold telephone for some reason. We're like, ah, oh, bring me fabulous Batman. You know what? <laughs> Just send Robin. Yeah, um, but they're fantastic. And also, one thing I will say. They talked about on their show, it's like every movie that we rate is like five stars. You guys know that now because we pick them because we like them. I think it would be awesome to hear them pick movies that they hate, that they know. I'm going to pick a movie for you that you're not going to like, and we're going to talk about why. I think that would be hilarious just to have a show of negativity. We made our bones on that Mm -hmm. for all five of our listener. Yeah. Singular. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, they're great. They've got their own thing. Which is fucking awesome, and they've—I love listening to them because I can hear they've gotten—they were good to start with, but they've gotten better. They've found who they are. Oh yeah, which is tight. That's always a great moment when the show figures out what the show is, and it normally takes about a year. Takes a while. Yeah. Stop, when you stop making lists, yeah, like we did. Yes, our uh-huh. lists, not yeah. your list. Yeah, uh, well, because they don't do the list. No, that was you know what I'm saying. Yes, that was us. All about we oh, have, we have ten to items to discuss. We are what going do to you discuss think? them in order. I think that is funny. <laughs> I also enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yes, keep your shit together, folks. Um, so, two things. First off, Interstellar. I It was weird for me because I guess I didn't watch a single preview for it before I saw it. Right. I really liked it. I'm a Nolan guy, so I fucking dug it. But I think it's fantastic. If you like 2001, uh, I think you'd enjoy it. So it's you, nowhere near. I as like druggy. 2001, and I like Christopher Nolan's direction, yes. and storytelling. So I think you'll like I think it. I do. Uh-huh. If I like these two good things, uh-huh. that'll make this one thing good as well. Yes, chocolate and your peanut butter. I see. That's exactly what it is. Now, speaking of awesome things, I found a movie on Netflix the other night that is fucking fantastic. It is called Mortified Nation. 
It's a documentary. It started out, it's this thing. Oh, yes. This thing called Mortified, for those who don't know. It started out as this guy who found an unmailed love letter he wrote in high school, and he went up on stage and read it. Wow. And now it is all over the place. There are, there are mortified chapters, I guess, in multiple yes. cities. And it's it a is, movement. Yeah, it's a movement. It is adults going on stage, reading their high school diaries, love letters. Oh, my God. Oh, indeed. Oh, indeed. One, one girl talking about all this stuff, and it's like, Dad's a bitch. A <laughs> butt-fucking bitch. Like, the fucking thing. All that I could think of was the envelope. Oh, Christ. <laughs> No just, fucking like, way! Fucking mascara just read it. Oh, oh yes, just, yes. In my, in my, um, that brief period where Glenn Danzig went through that tribal skull thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh. tribal skull <laughs> mesh shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh just, man, just. Fucking awful. I would love it if I could find one of the tapes we used to send back and forth to one another back in the day. F for fabulous. Yeah. The shit that we used to do was so fucking asinine. (laughs) Oh, man, if I could find my old writings, Jesus H. Christ. Luckily, if I didn't put them all to the flame. (laughs) Speaking of mine, of course. I might have a diary from when I was diagnosed. uh, From when I I had that weird doctor who thought I was bipolar. Mm. Uh, which no, I'm not. I'm not bipolar. I'm. I have fucking anxiety disorder. There's yeah. no goddamn generalized anxiety disorder. Yes, I have that. Yeah. You know, they said we're going to replace the carpet in your room, and all of a sudden, I was like, "What the fuck? Panic attack! It's going to be a nightmare to empty and then put things." Fuck. Right. That's me. That is who I am. I understand. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, I wouldn't do. That. No. No. I mean, I would oh, yeah. do that. Oh, totally. Yeah. But I, I think a few years ago, I don't think I know. A few <laughs> years ago, uh, back in the New Braunfels apartment. Yeah. No, not not even before that. Uh-huh. In, uh, the last place in North Austin. Yes. I at one night, stumbling about, just got rid of all manner of shit in one foul swoop. Oh man! One big trash bag full of bullshit. <laughs> full of self righteous poetry. Bush bullshit. <laughs> got it all. <laughs> Out of my house. Like, that's it. Oh. Even some books on the shelves. Like, why the fuck do I own this? <laughs> You're going to. You're going to get in a pile. Yeah, I don't need this shit. I don't need this shit from you. Barbarian. <laughs> How fucking serious we used to be. Oh. It's. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's fucking mortifying. It is. It so really... that's an aptly named yeah. movement. Yeah. Oh God! And it's just great. Like the, there's one, uh, oh, uh, there was one a gay black guy who's reading from back when he was still closeted. Oh, it's Jesus. like my girlfriend is da da da. But then he talks about like his best friend Mark. Mark, that man is my world. <laughs> and he's he stops and laughs at himself so many times. Just like I'm so obviously so obviously closeted. Right. <laughs> oh God. It really is mortified nation. It's fucking. Hilarious. <laughs> and again, when I saw it, all I thought of was all you'd have to do is go up on stage and have that fucking envelope on screen behind you and just be like, point at it. I think <clears throat> Regina still has a copy of it. Yeah. She holds on to it to torture me with it. Well, and you can't blame her. You can't no. blame her one bit because holy shit, you talk about some shit needs a ridicule. And no. hey, I don't know if it needs it anymore. <laughs> I really don't. Well, what it, let me at say, one moment, one moment, at one point, uh, when we first got married, uh, Regina called randomly, yeah. and said, "Oh, you know, tell Lucifer I found his fucking <laughs> his uh, his envelope or whatever." 
<laughs> it was like someone just walked up, punched me, and said, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, what? what, what? So what I'm saying is, yeah. receipt's coming. <laughs> you throw a beat on her, huh? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Christ. It's, it just... It's, it's, uh, it really is. Uh, it's so hard to... to for the young folk, you don't realize, write a bunch of shit down. Just write it all down. Write it all down and keep it. And then in 10 years, look at it. And, look oh at my it God. in two years. Yeah. Just, oh, fucking really? So the, the movie was good? Oh, the movie's fantastic. It's fucking great. Oh, man. Yeah, if I had any of my shit from back, I'd probably buried somewhere, have some fucking stupid diaries where it's like, I'm so lonely. <laughs> Why am I so lonely? Maybe because you are an antisocial prick who doesn't realize he's an antisocial prick. Hi, honey. <laughs> it, yes. It, it, it is. Oh, but yeah, you're right. Just that just fucking... <sighs> That's scary. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's... Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. There is no soul no. so naked as that of a 14-year-old writing in their diary. No. And it's funny because it starts no. off talking to this 14-year-old girl. She was like, yeah, I started doing my diary because it's a great place. You can't keep your secrets. And I was <laughs> like, well, um, and the person mm. off camera, what about so, you know, going on stage and reading it? And she was like, What? <sighs> Jesus, just kill me. Slap, <laughs> slap my face and uh, make me a vegan. But uh, she's like, like with your parents there? Yeah. Oh, that that's not good. Like, <laughs> no, it's not, dear. No, it's fucking not. There's so much shit that is best kept in your angry mind and your angry book. God, yes. <laughs> Keep it in your angry book. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, but good times. Good times that. Any uh, any other pressing or interesting news? No. Sons of Anarchy is almost over, and I'm so glad. I don't like that show anymore, <laughs> but I, I have watched seven seasons of it. I, I can't stop now. I just fucking can't. <laughs> it's so funny because like, even the person who writes about it for the Onion AV Club is like, can this just... Just end. Fucking everybody be, keeps killing everybody I, else. They're like, and they're now doing like the... Record time for it is two and a half hours because they've got like an hour long wrap up show with no audience and not a really good wrap up show host. So it's this silent room of awkward conversation about the episode, and there is so much dude rape. Wow! Like in this, oh my god, so much, so much. Marilyn Manson just, just, just fucking this guy in what? jail. Yeah, Marilyn Manson came in as like this uh, imprisoned head head fucking Aryan guy. Jesus, Think on that. Just kill me. Slap slap my face and uh, make me a Aryan. What the yeah, fuck? It does. It's it's weird. It's weird. A leader of some sort? Yes. <laughs> yes. I will say they do creep him up. How creepy you are, bitch! I'll break you in half. Oh yeah. It's the look that does it, though, because holy shit, he is creepy looking. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. But you know who's not creepy and who is awesome in every way? Oh, yeah. He's pounded down, loaded up and trucking. I think having this going in the background at the beginning here is a good way to introduce Burton Leon Reynolds. 
my God. Out on the pedal. Boom, never mind them brakes. Fuck. Goddamn love Jerry Reed. Hey, boy. <laughs> hey, boy. <laughs> so we are discussing the career of Burt Reynolds. And I'm going to say it right now. Burt Reynolds is one of those guys that I understand why I love him. But that does not make my love any less. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Burt Reynolds is amazing. He really is. He really genuinely fucking is. I uh, I think I was, when I was researching some of this, I went through um, different YouTube stuff and yeah. saw Piers Morgan interviewed him. Oh. A 45-minute story of his life for uh-huh. BBC, I guess. And for a generation of men, that that's it. That, that's kind of how that was your your barometer. Uh-huh. Am uh, I a man enough? Yeah. Am I man am enough I to be Burt Reynolds? <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, what by what measuring stick do I measure my manliness mm. by? Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. At a certain for a generation of men, that's what it was. Not ours. Yeah. But I think one just above us. I have a, I have a quick Piers Morgan aside. His statement on the Bill Cosby accusations was fucking brilliant. He's like, this is just one of those cases of he said she, 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 and she said. Shut your ass. Sing song of it. Here's one thing I will say. I'm going to put it in. Burt Reynolds has possibly the worst taste in projects at a certain point. That was my original point. Yeah. When he was talking to Piers Morgan, he said, do you have any regrets about the choice you've made uh, role-wise? He turned uh-huh. down, famously, he turned tur- down, down um, uh, Han Solo and Han John Solo, McClane. James Bond. Yeah. A thousand different projects. Uh-huh. He said, yes, I do. I reject not taking more challenging roles. I took the roles that looked the most fun. Yeah. Hey, yeah. that looks like fun. Uh-huh. And in his defense. Fuck, how can, yeah. Holy shit, did yeah. he have a good time. Oh, God, yes. He did what I would have done, except I would have saved, I wouldn't have ended up owing like $43 million. Well, there's that. You no. Know. Here's the, here's. But from 1977 yeah. to 1982, he was the biggest mm-hmm. star. Yep. He's equaling the record the set by Bing Crosby. Only Tom Cruise was named six times. Has won more box office crowns. Both Clint Eastwood and Hanks have also number one five times, but non-consecutively. So he is only behind Tom Cruise for the most years. That's all. Number one. That's, That's all. That's all. Tom fucking Cruise. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I just noticed a note that I made that I'm going to tease my more. We have to. Oh. By the end of the show, you're going to have to ask me one question. Jim, why were you singing Evanescence last night? I will, have, I will have to ask this question. And okay. I'm going to, That's a teaser for the end of the show. Okay. I want you to listen very carefully. Look at me. Mm-hmm. Y'all listening mm-hmm. at home or in your cars or whatever mm-hmm. you're doing. BurtReynoldsInstitute.org. That's a real website. The Burt Reynolds Institute for Film and Theater. The Burt Reynolds Institute. The only thing better than Not that... Not foundation. No, no. Institute. Somebody had a website for, uh, years ago called Steve McQueen State University. I was accepted in a major of drama, a, a double major of drama and uh, uh, car, auto racing. Ah. 
I would uh, be a double major in uh, beer drinking. Mm-hmm. And uh, hell, I got to go. Oh. Hell, I got to go. <laughs> oh man, Burt Reynolds. Inst- have you? What is that? Is it run by Burt Reynolds, or is it just somebody who's awesome doing a site? No, I think it's run by Burt Reynolds. Oh my god! So and his institute. Can we become members of this I don't institute? Know. I, got- I want to be. I don't want fuck member. I want to be a fellow. Yes, I want to. I want this to be a think tank. We want people. Uh, people contact BurtReynoldsInstitute.org and ask them to make the film thugs fellows. I can already hear the first thing he'll say. Mm-hmm. Why don't you uh, grow some fucking hair, you palooka? <laughs> I've gone through decades torturing this rug on my head. You just willy-nilly shave the hair off your head. Fuck you. <laughs> tall guy's in. Yeah, tall guy's in. Fuck yeah. you. And shave. Yeah. Fucking douchebag. Grow I... a mustache. Just a mustache by itself. Mm-hmm. Don't hide. Yeah, That's be, what say to me. be what you be, son. Be what you be. I unapologetically love Burt Reynolds, but when I say bad taste, uh, you know what movie he was apparently very nice while working on, but once it came out, hold on, uh, he he hated the movie so much that he fired his agent. Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. He... Mm. I'm sorry, dude. Maybe it's a generational thing. Maybe. That's a good fucking movie with an amazing cast. I mean, if you look at the cast of that movie, it, it Wahlberg, Riley, Hoffman, um, Juliana Moore, William H. Macy. Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina, Ricky Jay, Thomas Jane. Yeah. Um, Burt Ren- I mean, Heather Graham. You want to talk about, like... I, I, I know all this because I listened to the Sinking Paws talk about it last right. night. This movie fucking called so. If you were looking at just casting him as, as creating their careers, fucking so many people. Yeah. Oh, Paul Thomas Anderson, big old smooch rat on the mouth yeah. for this thing. I, Philip Seymour Hoffman's performance in Boogie Nights is stupefying how good it is. As a, that's a really cool name. Uh, do you like my car? Because if you don't like it, I just, if you don't think it's car, I can just get rid of it. I don't know. I don't, I don't even, even need it. It's so fucking good. <laughs> and ru- it's, real, oh. it's a real slice of underbelly and, life there. And to the stinking paws, the song, when they go in and you were talking about they wrote that, they recorded what they were referred to as the worst like Van Halen hair metal right. tune ever. You should know that the song that they've, uh, that they recorded is not just anything. It's from the Transformers movie. Oh. It is. You got, you got the touch. You got the power. And what makes this movie worthwhile to me is Riley standing behind the guy on the mixing board dancing. Woo! On my eyes, motherfucker. After all is said and done. <laughs> That's fantastic. Mm. After all is said and done. You never walk, you, you never run, you're a winner. <laughs> We're just going to let this roll. There's this dude oh I knew in college who danced like this. <laughs> He's this big fat Indian. Not, yeah, <laughs> BJ Indian. Got it. 
You got the power! When all hell's breaking loose, you'll be right in the eye of the storm. What? You got the moves. We got the heart, fuck. But that song, oh, fuck, man. And evidently, the guy in the studio is Robert Downey Sr. Wow. I know. Do you need another Lone Star beer? I do. All right. I do. Entertain the people. I will. Why do you want that beer so bad? Because he's thirsty, dummy. That's a good psychology. It is. Why don't you say something bad about my mother? Yo mama is so ugly. Let's, so. I've got to barbecue your <laughs> okay, I think before anything, let's fucking dive headlong into Smokey and the fucking Bandit. Happens every time one of those dancers starts poontying around with those showful pants. <laughs> Buford T. Justice is not uh, an exaggeration or a caricature. That dude exists in the state of Texas at this moment right now. There is probably a Buford T. Justice within seven miles. <laughs> yes. I uh, posted 10 hours of that laugh on our Facebook page. <laughs> really? 10 hours. There's. <laughs> Wait, there's a. <laughs> 10 hours. There's a YouTube video it's of 10 hours of that. It's like somebody who put together, I think it was 10 minutes of Joffrey, sla- of, of, of Tyrion slapping Joffrey. Yeah, and well, it's literally just that. Wha-ba, wha-ba, it's wha-ba, up wha-ba. there with this, you know, Dr. Mario beheading thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love that. God, I re- I remember, laughing our ass off at Frank. Yeah, and, and hope women it, going. Hope and Nicole going, what? yes, that's somewhat funny. And we're both just. No. Ah, Oh my god, that's so someone funny. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> this might be the greatest video clip Ugh. that's ever been put on video. <sighs> For those who are un- unclear, <laughs> check out Ned Stark Dies to Inappropriate Music, music on YouTube. Yeah. Oh my god, it's great. Goddamn hurry. You want anything, Junior? Hush, puppies, daddy. We ain't got time for that crap. That is one of those movies where Smoking the Bandit is an A-plus movie. And oh, yeah. Jackie Gleason's performance is like A-plus. That is fucking Ralphie's teacher in Christmas Story. Plus, 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 it, plus, yes. plus. It's a perfect game. It really is. It he really is. He pitches a perfect game. Mm-hmm. And not only does he pitch a perfect game, he pitches a perfect game and gets a grand slam every time he steps to the plate. They cremated that some bitch. I could be kicking the bandit's ass up around the moon by now. <laughs> Oh, my God. Everything he does is fucking magical in that movie. That's all there is to it. That's it. It's so good. Now, I I wish, having met uh, Paul Williams, if it hadn't been, there's this fucking crazy old homeless dude who shows up at every festival, and anytime you want to talk to somebody, he gets in your way and rambles questions for like 20 minutes. Uh, it, It is fucking awful. Awful, but um, he didn't have a film about Ann Richards at the oh time, god. Um, <laughs> hi, my... That's why the greatest thing that any fucking moderator of a panel ever said was, um, 
When we get to the Q&A, it is a time to ask questions. It's not a time for you to make a statement, not a time for you to promote your film. If you do not have a question, I will ask whether or not you have a question. And then I will find that moderator and uh-huh. buy him the drink of his choice Yes, at the bar. The look on that, when I went up to that, I forget what she had written, but one of the, the screenwriters who was on that, I was like, you handled that jackass's question. She, what does all he the, say? All the grace that she uh, had at that. Thank you for that. Thank you. I said grace. Thank you. That she uh, showed in that, in that, um, in that room, there in that particular piece, mm-hmm. and then at the bar, going, "What the fuck was he talking yeah, about?" What the that fuck was, was that? Yeah. What the fuck was he talking about? I said, "What I, the fuck was he talking about?" Was, he, this beautiful woman. Yeah. What the fuck was he talking about? He was trying to tell us he directed a movie. She was like, mm. really? Yes. The look on your face, you looked so baffled. And she was like, I didn't know what he was saying. Like, no, <laughs> what the fuck? Who gives a shit? <laughs> Do you think that women can be as heroic as men? That was the ex- I, I missed about that from there, the convention center, and I was dead ass sick. The, ex- the exact statement he made was like, hi, my name is blah, I've got the blah, 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 whatever. I've I have a movie playing here about Anne Richards, and I was just thinking she was so heroic the way she stood up to Carl Rove and his machine. Which, by the way, when they ran against uh, against her, it wasn't Carl Rove's machine. It was a he did, she she didn't lose re-election to Bush because of Carl Rove's machine. She lost re-election to Bush because this is Texas, and Carl Rove's machine. Um, <laughs> Took it straight into hanging chads. Mm-hmm. So let's not put a ring of roses around his neck too fast. Yeah. Sorry, architect. Yeah. You really didn't do that much. Not really, no. But she. But he was like, um, and she was so heroic standing up to the, And I just wanted to know. And then there was enough of a pause that I was like, <gasps> he didn't have a question. He wanted to say that and was expecting them to be like, oh, my God, you did a movie about Ann Richards. Come and talk to us. You should be on this panel more than we should. (laughs) But um, (laughs) the response. Do you think women can be as heroic as men? And the woman just hurt. Her, the whole fucking room. Because one of the people on it was Paul Feig. Was up there, oh, yes. yeah, and he kind of squinted a little bit. But this woman did the dog looking into a fan head tilt. That, huh? What? What do you? you and then she leaned in and went, "What are you asking?" <laughs> like, oh, fuck you, sir. Fuck you. You. <laughs> oh God. You. Uh, but fuck it's okay. you, Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> in the uh the brilliant film th- oh hold on a moment okay we're back on we're back on man people really want their show up liam the show will be up today liam it's gonna be up liam it's coming it's coming great name by the way i'm a, I'm a fan of that well liam yes there are lots of williams in my family and some of them go by liam so fucking good on you and your parents for a good choice of things. why do you want that beer so bad because he's thirsty oh really? So, Hillbilly, fucking guy who, Paul Williams, met him at the fucking film festival right. at, the, at South By, and I would have pitched our idea for a Smokey and the Bandit reboot, where, because we've talked about this, but you yep. might have been too drunk to remember, but oh, probably. One, he plays big, An- he plays little big Ennis, and we play big little Ennis, his twin sons. Yes. And we challenged for the, the, the same thing again. But Paul Williams playing our father. I think it would be fucking fantastic. Big Little Enus. Big Little Enus, and we're Little Big Enus. Yeah. Little Big Enus 1, Little Big Enus 2. And just him walking flanked 
by one's junior, us. One's junior, junior. Oh, nice. And, uh, and I'll be honest with you. Much though I'd love to be in the movie just to be in the movie, I want the fucking suit. Because it would have to be the powder blue. Oh, I love your suits. Oh. It must be a bitch finding a size 64 extra fat and a 12 dwarf. <laughs> a legend and a washed up drunk look at an awful lot of luck, daddy. It's so... How much do you win for this truck rodeo thing? <laughs> $5,000. Chicken shit money. <laughs> oh the... my God, that movie is so fucking fantastic. Uh, it's one of those things that it's for for guys our age this movie was the shit cuz it's it's like a it's a straight pg movie yeah there's there's nothing untoward in it no everything is toward and <laughs> everything is fantastic goddamn you don't get why jackie gleason is so funny in it until you get older but the minute that you're old enough to understand why Buford T justice Here it is. You can... Oh, you can think about it, <laughs> but don't do it. Oh, that, that is a lot of Dudley Campbell right there in that last oh. piece. You can think about it, <laughs> but don't do it. I have never seen someone not from Texas make me think they were from Texas before. <laughs> Hold up on that car there, wild gentlemen. <laughs> He, I, I know we should be talking about Burt Reynolds in this, but this is one of those. It's, it, it, that would be like talking about Christian Bale in Reign of Fire. Like, <laughs> I mean, come on, come now. on now. Let's not be stupid here. It is he's so fucking great. Everything in that movie, it's silly, it's ridiculous, but it has Jerry Reed. Yes. And the only thing I've looked it up, and I do not believe Burt Reynolds ever did a movie with Deloise and Reed. Not at least in, 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 in the, uh, the way they should have. N- not like that, no. And here's the thing about Jerry Reed. He ain't just a funny actor. That motherfucker can play the ass off of a guitar. Not just that. He's a fucking good actor. Yeah. Oh, he's a great Wouldn't actor. You play a bad guy? Watch uh, Gator. Gator. <laughs> Bama McCall. Oh, my fuck. God. Bama McCall. Bama McCall. I want that to be my name. <laughs> Full name's Alabama, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my. It's Twilabama. Yeah. <laughs> He's a great actor. He's fucking funny as hell. I, I think, who was it? Who was it that called him? Uh, one Some, like, like fucking Streets of Bakersfield. What's his name? Oh, uh, 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 Dwight Yoakam. Not Dwight Yoakam. He wrote, he did a duet with Dwight Yoakam. Yeah. And, uh, oh, shit. Hold on, hold on. Wait, Siri, who recorded? No, Siri, no, who no. Re- <laughs> no. It's not Carl Perkins. No. Buck Owens. Buck Owens, yeah. I think Buck uh, Owens referred to him as no Google. Master of the guitar. Like I'm, well, he's like, a bad motherfucker. He is <laughs> Jerry Reed could play the ass off of a guitar. Does a good uh the the bird. Uh yeah, the bird. That medley. He does a good impression of George Jones. Does a good uh, imitation of fucking Willie Nelson. Every time I hear George Jones, I just want to fucking just pour a yeah. little out. Yeah, a, lot, a, a little out into your face. Yes, because into he my mouth. Because you pouring like, it on the ground. What no, the fuck I heard mouth? what you did, and I don't like it. Um, <laughs> what did you do? But on the ground. Fucking Jerry Reed as uh, so a few people in this world just don't want you to see poured booze on the ground. Yeah. Oh, oh. Splash. 
you were saying? Oh, man. But Jerry Reed is so fucking good in this with his big old fat dog. I want a big old fat basset hound so bad. Uh, oh, man, because they're... Red, you drive me crazy. You want to take a swim? Have you ever seen... There's a video that someone did of a basset hound running in slow motion. Yes. It's like a lava lamp. It's it the is. most hypnotic thing I've ever seen. Well, just the face... <laughs> God. Uh, everything about Smokey the Bandit is perfect. It is. It's flawless. Not Coors... Coors beer. Gotta you know, love that. Trucking Coors beer east of Texas is bootlegging. <laughs> West maybe, of Texas, wherever. Was it maybe you're just scared, Daddy? May, I think he's scared, Daddy. Or what was the line that led to the? Uh, that's 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 good psychology. Why don't you say something bad about my mama next time? Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, yeah, that it's hard to explain because it's a sort of movie that kids now would look at. Like when I took the young the young woman I was dating years ago to see Big Trouble in Little China, and she was like, oh, "Okay, yeah, it's a bit style over stuff," and I was just like, "Oh." Really? We'll get into my theory of film later Yes, uh, yes. when it comes to that. This is one where I think the younger folks today, if you're cool, if you're fucking cool, you'll watch Smokey and the Man and be like, this is what my life has been missing. It's If you're a dick, you'll be yeah. like, eh. If you're a dick. <laughs> 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 Wrong drop, but... We can go into that. But no, 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 no. We have to talk about the bafflingness that is Smokey and the Bandit 2. Oh. Before we get to the mind-churning madness that is Smokey and the Bandit 3. Smokey and the Bandit 2. Smokey and the Bandit 1 is fucking uh, Thin Lizzy's Are You Ready? Mm -hmm. Turned up to 10. Yeah. Alcohol-fueled. Uh-huh. Great time. Oh, yeah. All women slept with. All drugs done. Yes. Great time. Mm-hmm. And then, Smokey the Man at 2, they said, how can we take the fun out of this? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And they did. It was... He's it was... be trucking beer. What's, what's what's the most unfun thing you could be hauling other than beer? An elephant? And it was like, oh, no, children's toys? Too obvious. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, pictures of mom? No, that's ridiculous. An elephant. Sure. What? What? An elephant. And <coughs> they and Don Williams should be there. And they fucked up calling Dallas the capital of Texas. Yeah. That is some basic goddamn research, people. Um, Smoking the Bandit 2, the way I look at it, it is the spaghetti incident. It really is. To all of Guns N' Roses' of you uh. up to that point. It's so <laughs> fucking weird. Actually, no. Smoking Bandit 3. It, 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 it's a wretched Smoking piece the band of three garbage. Is fucking Chinese democracy. Yeah, it is. Oh yeah, yeah. No Burt Reynolds, Jerry Reed. Where at the end he with sits, a mustache. He sits really still, and somehow Jackie Gleason thinks that he's Burt Reynolds. Jesus, just kill me. Slap, <laughs> slap my face and uh, make me a vegan. What I love about Smoking the Band is it starts with a wedding, and a phone rings, and there's a phone just on the altar. On the altar. And uh, Hope was the one who pointed that out to me. Hope was like. Why is, why is that there? Why is that there? And I was like, well, why wouldn't it be there? They needed a phone call. I do enjoy all manner of uh, justices that show up in various incarnations and colors, much like Zorro the Gay Blade. Oh, like a papaya? Like <laughs> that a really happened out there for people that are too young to remember. Zorro the Gay Blade. That was happened. So Google that good. shit. Oh, dude, Google it. Get it off Netflix, bitches. Oh, there you go. It's so good. It's on Netflix? Yeah. I, yeah, I'd have to get the disc. You're nothing but an egg-sucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Smoking the Bandit 2, though. That was one of those when you were a kid and you didn't understand. Like, sequels back in those days were made for people that were our age in those days. Like, if you were nine years old, Smoking the Bandit 2 was the shit. Yeah, you fell for that one. Yeah. What? Yeah, fucking Cannonball Run 2. What? Fucking monkey flips hey, a woman hey, off? It's Charles Nelson Riley in there. <laughs> and a monkey. <laughs> yeah. I'm only human, Jim. I know, I know. But when you're a kid, it's like shit like Grease 2. Oh, that's fantastic. And in that case, they were right. Yeah. And superior. <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah. I don't care for either. Because, see, I went. When I, it's not a matter of caring for one or the other. That is a superior film to Grease 1. See, my feelings yeah. on all, thing Grease, all things Grease are uh, we. The group that I hung out with mostly in college, we did a lot of parties. And whenever, for some reason, whoever would play the music would always play fucking Summer Nights. And this group of just screeching broads would just congregate in the middle of the the party and scream along with it. Fucking to the core. Nothing will make you hate a song more than a bunch of just. Like, oh. (laughs) I don't remember it being from Bollywood, but. <laughs> it was. It was actually the entire second season of Outsourced was just uh, going to be a recreation of Grease One and Two. Where does the pollen go? <laughs> oh man! But yeah, that is some fucking nonsense. And then from there, let's talk. Let's fucking do it. Cannonball Run. Okay, that movie is so goddamn good. It has Mel Tellis in it. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty. It, 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 it's wet. It sounds like shit, and, and it's wet. There was somebody who said that everything in Hawaii sounds like they just brought Mel Tillis over and said, what's that? That's a pa ma 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 Okay, it's a pa ma 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 That's a ma 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 It's a ma 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 yeah. I want everyone to listen to me very clearly. So shut your fucking holes. Cannibal Run may be the greatest movie <laughs> ever made. Ever made. Even with Big Trouble? Ever made. Wow. Because, as all films should be as I get older, have nothing to do with real life at all. It should be just zany fun that I don't have to think about anything. Yes. The only thing keeping away from being an absolutely perfect film is the two broads of beating don't get their gear all the way off. Yeah. But... See the and the one thing that makes part two almost better wasn't it Barbeau at the beginning of part two? Barbeau's in both. Okay, Barbeau in general. My God! <laughs> oh my lord! That woman does not get the credit for inspiring as much puberty as she did. My dick's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh my. Uh, my, 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 my! I my, still. My. You want to talk about a letter writing campaign? We need to get started. WWE Films needs to hire us to write the fucking Cannonball Run script yep. that will have their whole... Like, how great would that be? How much money would it make if you fucking people saw WWE Films presents Cannonball Run? Oh, yeah. It'd be so goddamn great. Cause it's, it's money the, maker, baby. It's the perfect conflagration of everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who perfect. would be the Burt Reynolds role? I am leaning towards uh, uh, Punk. Well, he's no longer with the company, so that would be a trick. Uh, they could get him back. I love CM Punk. Uh, hearing him on The Nerdist and the fact that he and Yvette Nicole Brown from Community, evidently from being on, just appearing on Talking Dead, Chris Hardwick's like, 
nobody knows what that relationship is because they just <laughs> genuinely fucking yeah. like each other a lot. They are just really good. For, they were on a recent episode and they're just sitting on the couch next to each other all but snuggling. Just like, oh, it's so great. I mean, I, I'm down with it. Oh, hell yeah. I, I, I'd have I'll do it in a heartbeat. A, yeah. I'd have him as, um, as the bandit. Yeah. Um, who did we have as Snowman? I think we should go with Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> who would play Buford then? I don't know. See, I could see. You could do Stone Cold. Buford Actually, Justice. Stone Cold is Buford T. Justice. He looks more like a cop anyway. Who would John Cena play? Uh, he'll play he'd that play the cop. fucking truck. <laughs> he'll play John the C- cop that Justice comes into town and says, don't you take your uh, law enforcement seriously? And he points at the sign and says, kill a commie or hang a hippie Peterson or whatever the fuck. <laughs> He should play. Oh Jun- no, that's Cannibal Run. My John bad. Cena should play yeah. Junior. Yeah, there you go. I love it. <laughs> Who would play Dom DeLuise? Big Show. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, probably Cannibal Run is one of those that you forget about. Like I, wa- I, I watched that movie so much when I was a kid. I knew it backwards and forwards. That's I had no perfect. idea why I love Jack Ellum. I just do. I'm honored, sir. I'm Doctor Nicholas Nicholas Van Helsing. Professor of Proctology and other related tendencies, <laughs> graduate of the University of Rangoon, and assorted night classes at the Knoxville, Tennessee College of Faith Healing. <laughs> <laughs> there is the um, matter, sm- of my matter of my fee. We, we, <laughs> he picks that fucking middle finger out. I sterilized it. <laughs> Cis on the walls of her lungs. Very rare. <laughs> Jack Elam. Jack Elam is so great character actor. Jack Elam. Yeah. Later on in life, where I see the girl in Lovers Lane from MST3K, I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, it's the doctor it... from Cannibal Run. Hey, big stupid, and that's... never Nicholas Van Helsing. No, ever. no, no, no. It's that's the... the doctor. And Cannibal Run Two was, yeah, Cannibal Run Two. That was one of those instances of we know what worked. Yeah. Let's just put all of that in there. And story will be largely an afterthought. I Captain Chaos. I have spent decades, decades, having Halloweens where I was not Captain Chaos. And that's ridiculous. Um, that's ridiculous. It really is. It genuinely, now that you mention it, it is ridiculous. offensive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I should make that happen. You can go as JJ. I t- yeah. Yes, I could. <laughs> Equipment? Equipment. <laughs> I goddamn adore Dom DeLuise. <laughs> he seems like you good. I'm right. Okay. For those who are unaware, imagine Paul Prudhomme, but fun. Louisiana. Fucking because Dom DeLuise looks just like Paul Prudhomme. It's pretty much not even a. Oh, they kind of look. No, no, they look the fucking same. Yeah. DeLuise was just every. Just, I, I, there is there enough good can be said about Don DeLuise? No, no, no. And the chemistry he had with Burt Reynolds. Oh, second to fucking none. Lewis bro. and Martin. <laughs> Fuck off. There's so God f- damn it! I don't want to talk about him. Uh <laughs> God, it's that is one of those movies that as a child I could have probably quoted beginning to end. Oh, easily. And then I went twenty years without seeing it, and you then get I was to like, "Drive really fast." That's what you think when you're an adult. Mm-hmm. As a kid, looking at adults rather. Yeah. Oh, okay. So when I grow up, I can just get in this car and drive really fast and drink. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, the entire time. Yeah. 
Doesn't matter. No. Farrah Fawcett in the back. Jack Elam. Mm-hmm. No problem. Cysts on the walls of her lungs. Very rare. Despite the cysts. Yeah. Dude, that, it, it's, it's weird because now a kid watching it for the first time or, you know, an older, whatever, watch, you don't get it. You think you get it, but it's... It, well, you yeah. bloody well should. Yeah. It's just not the same as it was. You guys grew up with without fucking realistic-looking toy guns, and you wore helmets <laughs> yeah. when you rode bikes, and yeah. you're, you know, you, 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 you ate vegetables, and you watched cartoons where people didn't get fucking mangled. It's, it's <laughs> like, seriously, the world after us, I know everyone likes to say, well, our generation was left. I think after us is when the real fucking pacification of the world occurred. Oh, it was it was well in in play when we were coming up. Yeah, but uh, that's true. Damn sure didn't help. Oh man, it. We were the last one where there was some vestige of fucking. We rugged. got out after the explosion of Captain Planet behind us. Oh like, yeah. Oh look at that. Well, deuces, bitch. I'm out. This <laughs> <laughs> you're the your statement, young. I'm the only one who watches Captain Planet and Roots for the bad guys. Well, They're creating jobs. If they are. Yeah, like, we're going to ruin the environment. So we all got together and we created this blue guy with the green mullet. All right. Thanks. <laughs> it's so true. Billy Ray Sias. <laughs> Gaius. Ooh. I like how you pull it. At first, it was Billy Ray Sias. I don't know what that means. Who knows? We got to smack your mom in the mouth. Everything about that movie is fun. It is. And they're having a good time, obviously. That's what we've been missing for a long time. Yeah. The big blockbusters are forgetting that people like to have fucking fun when they They watch movies. David Lee Roth. Oh, they need more than a little. Music smiled and the clothes smiled. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Doesn't matter how whether you win or lose, it's how good you look. What? Exactly. Ah! (laughs) And the bad guy in Smokey and the Bandit actually... David Lee Roth is for T Justice. That's fantastic. He's <laughs> so fucking great. I'm, Do it. My wallet's out. I yeah, want to go yeah. see this. I want to see this. <laughs> but what we're saying is, those two movies alone are worth worshiping Burt Reynolds. But the fact that he has a fucking 11, a 10 page printed out filmography. There's a lot. There is so much. I mean, a lot. I mean, really, we're. Well, he we started can go with the highlights like Gator. Gator. You've okay. got a gator story. Uh, let's, well, we, <laughs> it really, Gator is a sequel, so I only feel right if we discussed White I, Lightning okay, first. I got you. White Lightning introduced Gator to us, and it's good. It's, you know, it's all right. I agree with Sterling Archer in that <laughs> Gator is a better movie. Right. White Lightning is fine. But it was one of those where you could tell there was no expectation for it. No. Real quick aside, because I just thought of this in my two two sixteen ounce beers into it. Do you know who Burt Reynolds' roommate was in college? Powers Booth. Lee Corso. Oh. Because he was a running back for Florida State. So fucking Sunshine Scooter, nice. Lee Corso and him were roommates back in college. Good now shit. let's stop and think about that for a minute. Those two guys are the same age. Wow. Yeah. 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 That's what I'd ask him. Wow. We'd be like, hey, Bert, was Lee always like that? <laughs> that if, you ever, if you ever meet somebody who's close friends with someone famous, like, have they always been like that? <laughs> With that face? No. Um, 
White Lightning is all right. It it lacks something. And do you know what the something it lacks is? Jerry fucking Reed is Bama McCall. Bama McCall is such a fucking evil son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. That is, it is almost impressive how fucking awful he is. When he got that, that yep. fucking, was it, 14-year-old girl that he's turned down? He's like, come on. Not like I did it. <laughs> like, she was fucked up before I found her. I'm just like. Yep. But Gator. Gator. He's a moonshiner who does the right thing. Bama McCall, so fucking hardcore. So hardcore. My Gator story. So, uh, Gator was added to Netflix streaming many a year ago, and uh, I wanted to watch it one night before we did our standardized testing. For those of you who aren't teachers, standardized testing is the worst fucking day of your life. It's horrible. There's all this tension and pressure leading up to it, all this prepping, and then the day it hits, the, the school is fucked, and you're just like this ball of tension until it's done because somebody who doesn't give a shit can screw it up for the whole school. You don't take a kid's cell phone or, as one fucking person I know at another school said, uh, there was a guy who was taking a kid down to finish his test late because he took too long, and the kid's standing next to him texting on his phone. Or, as it's also known, invalidating the scores of everybody in his room. Yeah, somebody I went to grad school with told me about that. I'm not going to say anymore. None of your business who it was. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I wanted to watch Gator. And for some reason, it was the only goddamn thing on Netflix streaming that wasn't playing. I tried it over and over and over again. Then I finally said, fuck it, and I called Netflix. And I was a little bit in the bag. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this was back when a little bit in the bag for me was like I had only had just under a case of beer. Just a few ales? Yeah, just, I've, I've had only a few ales. This is an alcoholic lager yes. beer. I was uh, as close to sober as I got in those days. Before we go on, do we need beers? Let's get beers. Let's do this. Uh, pardon me, folks. Pardon me. Because he's thirsty, dummy. Dummy. That should just play automatically every time you open up the fridge. <laughs> that would be perfect. You're one of those fucking oinky pigs that's mm-hmm. supposed to fat shame you, but instead have a play of that. Beer Why do you want that beer so bad? Because okay. he's thirsty, dummy. So I call Netflix. Guy answers. He's like, thanks for calling Netflix. My name is... Pauline. Uh, but yeah, Xanthropos. Whatever. <laughs> but um, I was like, hey... I am trying to watch Gator on streaming. I'm a teacher, and I have to give the standardized testing tomorrow, and I hate that. I do. And I just needed some Burt Reynolds to kind of get me in the zone, and I just really felt the need. And the guy goes, sir, 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 you do not have to explain wanting to watch Gator. It's true. All you need to say is it's Gator. And I said, thank you. And he goes, I was like, look, I'm I'm not trying to be difficult. I could watch Cannonball. And he's like, hey, 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 hey. When you need Gator, only Gator will do. <laughs> he just looked into it. I was, and I was sitting there just drunk, babbling back and forth with this guy for a while about how awesome Burt Reynolds is and how great Gator is. And he pulled my shit up. He's like, you've been a Netflix member since 2002? I said, yes, I have. And he goes, I'm going to send you the next three movies on your queue for free right now <laughs> as a thank you. And we're sorry. Are they sorry. all Gator, motherfucker? <laughs> and are they by send them to me? You mean you're going to knock on my door and hand me a DVD with mm. Gator on it in 10 minutes? And a plate of sandwiches? 
in a deli tray yeah. while you're at it, sir. Yeah. It was the greatest fucking thing ever. Cause, and I hung up and Hope was like, you just made that guy's night. I was like, I know I did. That's right. Because I am delighted. Well, if you had seen Gator out there, you'd understand. Yeah. Gator's The great. trailer alone is fantastic. The trailer alone had Archer do what they did. Archer is so... Gator starring Archer. Oh, man. Fucking Archer. It, Archer's Burt Reynolds. And you know Burt Reynolds popped up on Archer. He did. So good. <laughs> he did. And he probably took some convincing to do that. Yeah. And that may be part of his problem. Yeah. Because, like, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, uh, Walter. Um, fuck. Who? Jessica Walter. Mm. She's like, I don't understand half of the jokes in that show, and I think that might be a good thing. Yeah. But she's right. cool as shit and does it, you which is why it. Jessica Walter is the fucking badass right now. Arrested Development and Archer. How do you not love her? Bert needs to just be like, wait, you want me to be in? Ar- fine. It's fine. It's fine. Fuck it. Whatever. Yeah. Let's do it. It's cool. It's what the kids like. The fuck kids yes. like it. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool, Come Bert. On, man. Mom, just do it. I am upset with myself because the one movie that I need to have seen to really talk Burt Reynolds, I haven't. What's that? Hooper. Ah, Hooper. That is, you want to talk about a giant... With Roscoe Pico train. Gaping hole in my fucking film I think we found our uh, next... Um, progressive. Oh, it has it. Wait, Rocco, Roscoe Pico train is in yeah, it. Yeah, it's his best friend in it. As, oh. He's a stuntman. That movie's fantastic. The movie is a great time. Oh, yeah, I, I hear. Yeah, I, everything I hear about Hooper is it's, oh, it's bad. Great. It's I know just he drinking is drinking and card playing. He's and fucking a... <laughs> that all day long. It is. It, from what I understand, it's Burt Reynolds is a stuntman who's yeah. told that if he gets one more neck trauma, he's most likely going to be yeah. paralyzed for life. Awesome. That which Jan Michael Vincent. Oh, there are bar fights galore. Dude, Hooper is mentioned in the second season of Frisky Dingo. It's almost barfly esque in uh-huh. that you will get drunk on cheap beer oh, rather than whiskey. Oh, nice. Because Barfly is not a beer film. No, it's not. No, uh, it isn't. But every one of Burt Reynolds' uh, grand films in this uh-huh. list we've gone through so far is definitely a beer film. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, Burt Reynolds, that's the thing. Burt Reynolds is a beer guy. Burt Reynolds is a beer movie guy. He is uh, by no Hooper. fucking means. I know. Wow. Yeah. We should get on that shit. I've seen part of. <laughs> I've seen part of Stick. Okay. <laughs> Robert Wool. Sharky's Machine. Mm. What? Robert Wool for so all we of got his some thirsty work ahead of me here. Shit, yeah. For all of Robert Wool's lackings. He did make a great statement once where he's like, Burt Reynolds has made so many bad movies that now if somebody else makes a bad movie, they have to pay him a royalty. Or forget anything you've done. Oh. We are talking about Robert Wool, right? But he was in Arliss. <laughs> Look. <laughs> You're in Hollywood Nights. And I think it was your first thing, and it was your best thing. Volare. <laughs> Whoa. <The> Ironbox wins. <laughs> uh, and the honor student. Good good job <laughs> with that. With you were in Hollywood Nights. All of that. And uh, for anyone who hasn't seen Hollywood Nights, don't let the Danza fool you. Yeah, the cover Danza, is yeah. Tony Danza. It's Tony Danza like and Michelle Pfeiffer. She's in it for two minutes. And she looks good oh, in yes. it. It's but an outstanding movie that off, makes Robert no Wool. fucking sense. Yeah, but it's a there's a fair statement in there. There's Bert, a lot of bad movies made, but yeah. you, you can't be the one to make that statement. <laughs> but he was in Batman and Cobb. 
Cobb was good. Yeah, he uh, wasn't good in it, but that was a good movie. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I missed the chance to see Navajo Joe. <laughs> uh, Quentin yeah. Tarantino was playing it at one of his film festivals, and uh, I did not. I did not see it. Let's see here. Sam Whiskey. Have you seen Stroker Race? No. What the fuck is going on? It has Lonnie Anderson in it. And... Oh. What? Where? Where is that song? I have it somewhere. Continue. Have you seen WW and the Dixie Dance Kings? No, I haven't. Well, then don't. How dare you? <laughs> uh, how fucking dare? How dare you, sir? Don't make me get all fucking Piers Morgan on you. Is it a movie called Skull Duggery? Get the fuck out. You know it. Uh, the man who loved cat dancing. <laughs> How about the longest yard? Yes. Do you know what the most impressive part of the longest yard is? What's that? Bernadette Peters' hair. <sighs> Bernadette Peters, first up, yeah, but her hair in that movie. Yeah. Oh but... my God. It's like a cheese sombrero. Oh God. Yeah. Longest yard. Great oh fucking movie. It is. It really really is. is. Now, have you seen the remake? I have. The remake is worth it just for when Sandler wins over all of the guys with the, getting his ass kicked by Emmett Smith on the basketball court. <laughs> yes. That was great. That was fucking fantastic. And it has Terry Crews in it. And if you... Okay, I'm in. Stroker Ace. Stroker Ace was born to race. He had a mean streak two feet wide. A son of a gun with a taste for fun and more than his share of pride. Is that Charlie like Daniels? Yes, it is. Make a car dance across the mud. And Hall and Shine was his regular line till the track got in his blood. It was a real hot shot and he bragged a lot. But man, that fool could drive. Because he loved the feel of the steering Three wheel. Three eyes. The girls with the bedroom eyes. And in a racing tide or a barroom fight, old Stroker stole the show. A backstretch blazer, a real hell razor, and a racetrack Romeo. Mama, lock your daughters up. That's why I'll punch back in town. Kind of sums it up. And them little girls get frisky when they hear that race car sound. How little are we talking about? That's weird. Yeah. They're bringing out the yellow flag. Somebody's brakes have failed. There's oil slick on the inside and a rick along the rail. You better stand on it, Stroker, cause a bandit's on your tail. Nice. <laughs> it's a- oh, and yeah. now here, here's what I would say. I do think I deserve a little bonus point for fucking nailing Charlie Daniels. You do. I, do. I need to see more Burt Reynolds. I do. But, you know, fuck it. Sorry. Gator. Wait, uh, actually, wait. White Lightning was followed by The Longest Yard. Longest Yard is a genuinely fucking good movie. It kicks the ass out of the remake in, in a profane. Oh, yes. And yes, just, just awful way. Um, so anyway, it's semi-tough. Let's see. What? Uh, no Rough Cut. The Cannonball Run. Sharky's Machine. Need to see that. Six Pack. Yeah. Love will turn you around. <laughs> turn you around. Oh, that's fantastic. See, the thing is, you got to remember, there was that weird thing when he was doing shit like The Man Who Loved Women. Yes. Rent a cop, cop and a half. Yeah, cop and a half. 
Uh, he was in All Dogs Go to Heaven. But Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Oh, man. That's fun. Now, here's the thing about Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, and this is an interesting bit of trivia I found out. First off, I'm going to make a definitive statement. If there is a greater national treasure than Dolly Parton, I don't know what the fuck it is. Oh, I don't know. Fuck you if you don't agree. Dolly Parton is amazing. On uh, um, uh, on How Did This Get Made, they watched Rhinestone, and all of them were in agreement. Oh. They were like, they, that is where I got the phrase. No, she, do, okay, Dolly is a national treasure, period. Yes. Fuck everything else. The song, I Will Always Love You, was written for, who, do you know who it was written for? Porter Wagner? Porter Wagner, yes. Porter Wagner. For those who don't know, Porter Wagner had the greatest fashion sense in the history <laughs> of country music. That man knew how to dress. But Dolly had been with him for years. She, he had brought her up, got her career started, all of that. And then she had a point where she parted ways with him. She found a different manager, all of that, to move her career to the next level. And Porter, because he was a fucking gentleman, said, go out and be Dolly Parton. She wrote, I will always love you for Porter Wagner as a goodbye. She asked Elvis. They went, approached Elvis about doing that as a duet. Yeah. Elvis said, yes, but my standard deal is any duet I do with you, you sign over half of the publishing rights to the song. No. She said no, which seemed like a bad idea. Until the bodyguard happened. <laughs> yes. And suddenly all of the money she was going to make with Elvis got quintupled and put yeah. into a dump truck that just backed up to her door. Pretty much. If you don't like Dolly Parton, I don't like you. It's weird. Yeah. Now, Bessel Whorehouse in Texas is a kind of true story about a shack Lagrange. out by LaGrange. They got a lot of nice, nice girls. They <laughs> do. My last memory of this movie it was not of the movie. It was coming to uh, Texas State to visit you, and uh, it wasn't. Was it Ruth? Not. Was there another Ruth? Uh, only Ruth I know is the Ruth we both know. Yeah, not Ruth. Other Ann. than Ruth Ann. Oh, uh, not Ruth Ann, but the other Ruth. There was another Ruth. It was. Uh, uh, the Ruth we both know from camp. Yes, uh, yes, that's what I'm talking. About. She played one of the whores in that, and I walked in, and she was wearing uh, the Texas A&M cheerleader whore outfit. God, help us all. Oh, my God. Seared. <sighs> seared into the back of my mind forever. That is my recollection of it. Uh, yes. Oh, the... <laughs> my. Yes. <laughs> Get out of my fucking head. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> That woman was so fucking beautiful. Oh, didn't she end up going to Yale? Fucking no, she was yeah. brilliant. Yeah, she was. She was. But best little house in Texas. The songs from it are are just so good. They are good. Charles Durning has the greatest political song ever. Do the side Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's a, No, I'm not even going to answer it. No. Texas has a whorehouse in it. Lord have mercy on my soul. Yep. Fucking classic. Classic. It really is. And it's that. And it's a good fucking time. It really is. Yeah. And God, why did we stop making movies that were a genuinely good time? I don't know, but they that, fucking did. Yeah. And, and I, by that, I mean a good time that didn't treat the audience like we were stupid. Yeah. Because that's what most movies do nowadays. They treat us like we're fucking stupid. Yes. It was fun. 
but not dumb dumb fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not dumb dumb. Oh man, I love that fucking movie so much. Let's what? talk about Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> he was in that. Yeah, he popped up in that. Wow. Uh, he played Burt Reynolds. Wow. Let's talk no, about. Not too much of a stretch was. <clears throat> Burt did a lot of fun stuff, but when Burt actually wanted to turn it on, uh huh, he bloody well could. Yes, and of course we're talking about Deliverance. Oh, fucking and hell! Everyone knows the classic music of Deliverance. <laughs> Dear to my soul, that serious moment. Don't laugh, Jim. It's a serious business. I, I thought you were talking about... Let me ask you something. What time of the day do you like to make love? Have you ever um, seen the clip of Peter Boyle and John Belushi doing dueling Brandos on yes, Saturday Night Live? Fucking fantastic. Our, my first knowledge of the existence of Deliverance was thanks to Norm. Ah. And that was because of Norm, the, the year Clarkson and I met at the drama camp, I'm yeah, not, right. you know, I'm not, it's the two week theater workshop we no, no. met. No, the drama camp. It's a drama camp. We met at. We met at. Drama camp. Yeah. Clarify. That's appropriate. Yes. In many ways. Our boy Norm, who half the reason that camp was... Okay, we set the tone after that. Norm set the fucking tone of what that camp was. He's the reason all of us became such good friends, and he's the reason that we treated camp the way we did from that point on, period. He loved deliverance. We didn't understand it. No. All we quoted was, you got an awful pretty mouth, boy. Pretty mouth, Pray for me. That scene is ob- objectively the most horrifying thing I've oh, ever seen terrible. in my life. Like, holy shit. Why didn't Bert fire that arrow before his friend got raped? I don't know. Because they're all the same man, you see. Uh, it's all the different aspects of one man. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. The, it's I don't even the, care if that's a fact. Yeah. The script. No. It's like Winter's Bone. You forget that there are regions, areas within this country you do not want to know about. Yes. Your life is much better if you never are aware that these places or these people have ever existed. Whatever your opinion 
of the outlying areas of this country or damn near any country. Right. Um, in your wildest ideas of those areas, uh huh. You can't imagine. No. You really can't imagine. Nope. True Detective came pretty close. Yeah. Sans that really expensive Baphomet tattoo on that one guy's back. Yeah. yeah. It wouldn't be nearly that impressive. Right. It would be, you know, it's kind of scribbly and weird. Uh-huh. But that just kind of... Yeah. True Lovecraftian backwoods darkness. Yeah, that fucking... Oh, just... And I know the part you're talking about where McConaughey just walks out and fucking plugs those guys. Yeah. That shit exists. That it's exists. fucking real. And there are areas like start Winter's Bone with fucking uh, John Hawks. Oh, my that God. That dude exists somewhere. Some skinny little yes. fucking guy Ooh. who walks into a room and all of the big bad motherfuckers with guns stand at fucking attention. I like, could take you to two of them right now. Yeah. That I know personally in this fucking county. Yeah. There's only two I know. Jesus. If you see two of them, they're like cockroaches. Yeah. You know, there's about a thousand others. Uh-huh. That you do not know about and you Damn don't want to know about. No, you don't. Deliverance, though, uh, that, what it reminds me of is Tobolowski, Stephen Tobolowski on a thing he was talking about. When you get into the ocean so deep that your feet don't touch the ground, you're yeah. on somebody else's plate. That's right. There are parts of this country, and, and Deliverance was about that. They're like, oh, we're just going to go uh, run it down this road. And it makes great mm. points because, you know, the people that talk about, uh, uh, like, John Voight's character. Uh-huh. Got a, oh, I mean, Burt Reynolds talking about John Voight's character. You got uh-huh. a great house. You got a nice wife, uh-huh. nice job. And you make it sound kind of shitty the way he talks about it. Uh-huh. Because Burt Reynolds' character is all about, he doesn't make a fuck if the whole system comes crashing down. Right. Uh-huh. I got everything covered. In fact, you won't, because all of them yeah. will come your way. Yep. yep. Whilst we're, you know, sharpening our knives in the back of our pickup trucks, and I come from that world. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's a that's a pleasant mythology you tell yourself. Mm-hmm. That, well, mm-hmm. I can do all this, so I'll be okay. Yeah. You will for a while. Yeah. But much like The Walking Dead, they're going to come a-coming. Yeah. And, a and, lot of them. Well, it's it's... When you're fighting, and um, are you totally caught up to speed with uh, with the Game of Thrones? Oh yeah. Okay. There is a moment, and I'm not going to say anything other than this, and I think you'll pick up because you know me, and there's no code here. When two people fight, and one person wants to prove a point, yes, and the other person just wants, wants to, to kill you, yeah. Who's going to win? The guy who wants to kill you. Yeah, ideology fucks that shit up. Yeah. And Burt Reynolds' character in Deliverance, though, whatever you can call him, is still a man with a fucking ethos beyond, yeah. I'm just going to... Those guys were lucky to walk the fuck out of there. Yeah. And in real world, they would not have. No. They absolutely would not have, because they would have gotten out of the river at some point, walked out, and been fucking surrounded. Yeah. Because those folks not only wanted to fuck with them, not only wanted to kill them, they know that area like the back of their fucking hand. Yes. And they'd come walking out and be face-to-face with a bunch of raping murder machines. <laughs> exactly. And you'd get rape murdered. You fans can stick it, brother! Whoa. Yeah. And uh, then from there, there's like it's weird because there's a lot of area within the Burt Reynolds of where it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? He was in Bean. He was. Meet Wally Sparks. Universal Soldier Two. The soldiering. Brothers um, in Arms. Of course. Oh. Now, oh, here's Jackman? 
Here's what I love about Burt Reynolds. He was in the X-Files? The what? fuck? I don't remember that at all. So he popped up in My Name is Earl a lot as Chubby, the man who owned, like, everything in that small town. And the strip clubs, the, the everything. He was like this fucking scumbag businessman. And he had a son who was like a hyper-aggressive version of him. In your wildest dreams, if you were to do a show where you had Burt Reynolds playing a caricature of Burt Reynolds and had to cast somebody to play Burt Reynolds' son, who would you cast? I don't know. Norm MacDonald. Doing his Burt Reynolds uh, impression. It is so goddamn brilliant. Yeah. That's, uh, it's funny because it's, uh, it's uh, big in a regular hat. Yeah. If you've never seen Norm MacDonald impersonate Burt Reynolds, then you have missed out on one of the fucking pure joys of this existence he's so goddamn funny um but yeah burt reynolds in and that was cool but then we hit let's talk boogie uh, i'm sorry to approximate the stinking pause boogie nights again boogie night well we haven't really discussed him in it no we haven't this is the first time where i think burt said okay i'm just i'm gonna play Age appropriate across the board. Here we go. You got maybe 15, 20 guys down around just making sure that your lighting is right. But you can work out in the morning, you can work out at noon, you can work out at night. Doesn't matter. If you don't have those juices flowing down there in the Mr. Torpedo area in the fun zone, you got to get the people in the theater. You know, you need the big dicks, the big tits. Oh, here we go. How do you keep them in the theater after they've come? With beauty? His delivery is really something else. It really is. And I just want to stop for just a second and talk about how horrifying the idea of publicly projected pornography is. It's really something. (laughs) It's just everything about it should be... uh, how do you keep them in the theater after they've... Oh, no. Apparently there was an adult drive-in up in East Texas called the Apache. Wow. There was a, there was a, a fucking porn theater in South Austin on Congress. Oh, forever. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what it was called, but it was one of those... What was that called? Hold on. <laughs> <sighs> what the fuck was that called? I can't remember. I never went there. Driving by... I worked at a porn store, yeah. but I didn't work at the Driving by that theater just made me feel weird because there were always cars in the parking lot. And it's like, <laughs> it's just like, even now, I'll tell you what's really fucking weird. Yes. Before the interwebs yes. and YouTubes and what, I don't think even have porn on YouTube, whatever. Yeah. All the world of free porn on yeah. the internet. And you drive by um, an arcade where you bring your own uh, joystick or what have you. Right. All these adult bookstores and adult video yeah. megaplex and what have you. And you see cars, you're like, well, yeah, where else are they going to get their porn? Whatever. And you drive off. Now it's weirder, man. Now it's really now weird. Now it's fucking yeah. strange. It is. Because it's free, bro, right now on my phone. Yeah. Pull up whatever you want. Yeah. The hardest of hardcore. Uh-huh. Whatever. Just a few fucking tappity taps away. Yeah. From it's so weird. Total perversion. Yeah. And that, like, it's weird. Gut licking, <laughs> fucking gutter licking. Wow. Perversion, well, right it, there on my phone for free. Uh, but there are people that will get in their car and drive. Something's going on. Drive somewhere public. Yeah. Drive somewhere public to Zone de Erotica <laughs> between here and fucking Buda. I mean, here in San Marcos. Yeah. yeah. Off the side of 35 in the fucking weeds. Yeah. 
to a purple building named Zone de Erotica. It's so weird. What's going on there, well, And man? what's weird is, like, with Boogie Nights, back when that shit was, like, it, it, it was a, a, like, there was some semblance or some desire for artistry, which, which on sort of <laughs> a level, at least. Yeah. Reynolds was able to fucking sell that so well. Right. So well. And I don't think anybody, like, Burt is one of those guys who had hit such a massive level, such a fucking unde- oh, unrealistic God. level of fame. That he knows that, like, oh, yeah, this is what it's like when you take shit way too seriously. And that's what Jack Horner was, was the guy who forgot that um, I love watching documentaries that like like mainstream documentaries about the adult industry just because the fucking level of just rationalization that you see is Fucking mind-boggling. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. there was one where was, uh, uh, Jenna Jameson was mm. talking about someone, and she was like, it's like she forgot that she sucks dick for a living. Like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Not to put the finest point uh, imaginable on this, but it's like Jack Horner forgot that he made porn for yeah. a living. Yeah. And that's that's pretty fucking... It, uh, Remember what it is. You know, remember what the fuck you're doing. It's, uh, oh my God. It's, it's Jesus Christ. He's got like three pages since Boogie Nights. Yeah. What the fuck? He's got a shit ton coming up in 2014. He was in Universal 2 and 3, Universal Soldier 2 and 3. Um, well, that was a quick sh- shift away from Boogie Nights. It, that's one of those movies that the minute that he said he didn't like it, I'm like, okay, now I get why he and I are on the wrong. He and I will not ever be on the same page, mm-hmm. ever. Now, he was in the remake of Longest Yard, which we kind of talked about. Have you seen the Dukes of Hazard movie that the Broken Lizard folks did? I have. He was the most inspired casting in that film. He really was. You know what's weird? The guy who played Boss Hog originally was like a Harvard-educated, like, fucking awesome shit. Here's what I will say about that. Him as Boss Hog, perfect. MC Ganey as Roscoe. Sure. Fucking not a good idea. Roscoe is not supposed to be in the slightest bit intimidating. (laughs) Roscoe is supposed to be... The only thing that would have made that, that would have been an otter choice would have been if they'd have found the actors who played Coy and Vance and cast them as <laughs> Bo and Luke. And by the way, the fact that I didn't even have to look it up to yeah. say Coy, Coy and Vance. Vance. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Whoa, Pat and Schneider were proven right so quickly with that yep, shit. Pretty much. So quickly. But now the Dukes of Hazard movie, I remember I saw it with Rhonda, um, who I was dating mm-hmm. in my... Salad days of dating. Uh, we went and saw that movie together. And when they got out of the generally at the beginning and opened the door, she had to physically hold me in my seat. Because I was like, no! No! Bullshit. Fuck this! No! That's exactly, like, my reaction, I could not. There is no grander overreaction than my... Oh, uh, fuck all of you. And that's nothing but pure and simple old-fashioned communism. That is bullshit. Exactly. Yeah, dude, you don't... Uh, you don't do that. You just fucking don't. He was on... F- friend? No, Freddy. It's not Friends. Freddy. Friends? 
No, that would, that would have been too much. He popped up on Burn Notice? I watched every episode of Burn Notice and don't remember Burt Reynolds being on Burn Notice. I remember that at all. No. Uh, Magic Christmas. Holy shit. Motherfucker. Learn how to say no. <laughs> no, don't learn how to say <laughs> no. Learn to, just learn how to say yes to We don't say no yeah. at the Burt Reynolds Institute. <laughs> of theater and film? Just Institute. I want to be a fellow. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Burt Reynolds, even when he's bad, he's better than you. There you go. See? That's it. That is the title of this episode. That's right. Even when he's bad, That's he's right. better than you. Made a you. lot of bad movies, did he? How many movies have you made Ooh. of inequality? How many times have you been the number one box office star in the mm. go to hell? Mm. <laughs> he has a last laugh. Kind always. Of, always, because he's Bert, Tone, Leon. Yeah, there's a lot of shit. Fucking, yeah, yes, there is. There's a goddamn... I've got I'm literally 11 pages. Oh, He plays Mayor Burt Reynolds in Saints Row, the third, third movie. I would love it if he was mayor of my town. Three tall boys. The third memory. The third memory. my hand. I wish it came in Burt Reynolds, man. Oh, who could forget him in the name of the king of Dungeon Siege tale? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is an Uwe uh, Uwe Boll yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. That's right. On the boxing. I would box you. Oh the my. bullshit George Clooney <laughs> and your bullshit. Good luck. Good, your, good I luck will with your films. beat your brains in any day in, in the boxing called, ring. In, in a movie called The Librarians where he was just Irish. <laughs> Why not? Birch a lot of things. He, yeah, Irish, Irish. Irish, ain't, Irish ain't in that list. No. Oh, man, is there anything else we need to say about Burt Reynolds? Ah, uh, he's fantastic. He is. He is. Now, before we get to the evidence, Evan, 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 Evidence? Evidence. Evidence story, I am going to uh, run through all our shit so that you'll have to yes. email us at, w, at thefilmthugs at gmail.com or thugquestions at gmail.com. That way you can be part of a show where we don't even hear the questions before we answer them. Call us at 512-666-RANT and leave a message or at the underscore film underscore thugs on Skype. Go to www.thefilmthugs.com and you can get one of our many sponsors who will pay us if you buy some shit through them. Click on the link, buy some stuff. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Vine, all of that. Now, why was I listening to Evan? Do you want to know why I was listening to Evan Essence? So, for some reason, we started talking about mortified and the embarrassing shit from our pasts last night. And... No, was it that? I don't even. I don't remember how he got on it, but somehow, it came up that an ex of mine, Erica, ah, was way too into karaoke, like way too. Oh, I know what it was. I was playing the new Grand Theft Auto uh, for Xbox One, and Black Velvet is one of the songs on it. Oh my, that's a good song. It's cheesy as fuck, but it's gotcha. I made the statement that Erica used to sing that at karaoke, and Hope was like. Really? That's a sing it in the car with your mom. Just belt it out because it's stupid fun. I was like, well, yeah, she did. And she was like, oh, I don't know, maybe. And I was like, no, she took karaoke too seriously. And Hope was like, no. And maybe she just thought that every once in a while she'd do, she'd do at Evanescence. And she went, oh, fuck no. <laughs> she was the type that would go to a bar and sing Black Velvet on the karaoke thing. And some dude who was way, equally way too into karaoke would be like, oh, let's do karaoke. And inevitably, my girlfriend and some dude would be up on stage. Break me down! Break me down! 
Hope was like, Hope was like, well, that's bad. I go, she used to do karaoke competitions and she'd bring props. And Hope was like, no. And I said, and she'd do the competitions and we'd go with a group of my friends and like, then my, one of my friends would be like, oh, I'll go up and sing in the contest, too. And then, like, everybody would applaud for for, And she'd get into the finals. And then everybody would applaud for my friend. And she'd get into the finals. And E would fucking yell at me on the ride home. Because now when it's the finals, they're going to cheer louder for her. And I'm going to lose. Ah. And I'm like, there is <laughs> something more shameful and soul-shattering than a person who's way too into karaoke. And that is the person who's with that person <laughs> having to deal with all of that bullshit all that on the ride home. Sitting there going, you know, I know we're on 35. I'm going 70 miles an hour on Crowder Road. If I just opened the door to my car and leaned out, this oh. would end. Yeah, I could hit a mirror or something. <laughs> this would end and I'd be fine. I'd never have to think about this nonsense again. It could all be over, baby. <laughs> it could all be over right now, and I would never have to fucking hear somebody sing Evanescence and have to... Do you know how much drama camp came into my life later when I'm driving home? and like, oh, no, that was awesome. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, no. That was, was great, honey. I was not watching a fucking football game I don't care about on television while you were up on stage. I was I wasn't Googling Bernadette Peters. Oh, no, Come no. On. This is before smartphones, so I was stuck oh, like... like I was not a flip phone. I was not watching a junior college basketball game on the television while you were on stage singing so <sighs> earnestly. <laughs> that, honestly... Watching basketball from Saul Ross. The look on Hope's face, she was like, oh. Yeah. You did. Oh, Damn. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I like you anymore, too. Oh God! That happens every time one of those dancers <laughs> starts around with those showboat Yes, exactly. So, exactly. fuck. Is there anything else that we need to say about Burt Reynolds? We talked about no. uh, effectively talked about six movies. Maybe six. But we have talked that we are now going to do, and we're calling it right now, we, there will be progressive commentaries of uh, Hooper, mm-hmm. Stroker Ace, <laughs> uh, Stick, or is there, or Hooper and Stroker Ace enough? Well, Sharky's Machine. Oh, Sharky's Machine, yes. Hooper, for sure. Well, what if we were to do, uh, like for our lost weekend, do a trip? Because we're planning a on triptych? a triptych. Because we're planning on doing the Coronetto yeah. at some point. But that's not even, that doesn't have to be a lost weekend. That just has to be like, Nicole, I'm going to go watch three movies and get drunk. Pretty much. But this is going to require a quantity of beer. Well, yeah. That most men, this is going to require a fucking Heinemann amount of beer. This yeah. is going to be, remember the time that we bought the two mini kegs? Yes. That level of drinking. Yeah. This is going to require what uh, the <laughs> snowman loads up in the back of his big rig. Just full of Coors beer. Yes. Not yes. Coors necessarily, but you know what I'm saying. Oh, no, it's most likely going to be big flats. Probably. And as the Canadians would say, hams. Yeah. 
and perhaps a Lone Star or two. Perhaps. Um, yeah, so pff, I think that's it. Is there anything else? Hey, our, uh, our uh, sponsors. Oh, yeah, I read uh, uh, it's Amazon, T-Fury on it. I think we've got BarkBox. I need to add some Sweet. shit. Yeah, we got a bunch of sponsors. Most of them won't be up for a little while. Someplace that sells popcorn. It's great. Because <laughs> why the fuck not? But check out our fucking sponsors. Amazon, motherfuckers. Yeah. It's easy enough to do thefilmthugs.com and then click on a fucking Amazon link, you sons of bitches. Sis, on the walls of her lungs. Thank you.